Hey, thanks for being here. We really appreciate you and Kim making time. And uh, it, is, it is a duo. It's a combo. It's you and Kim. Absolutely. Yeah. Did Matt make it? Okay. Matt and Haley, uh, one of your sons was going to be here, but uh, uh, was not available or not able to be here. But uh, we appreciate you being here very, very much. This is fun. Have you been, or when was the last time you were here in this building? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, you're all over the walls here, (laughs) so if you have some time, uh, walk around and take a look, and they are just great hosts for this event. Um, How about uh, back on the Baylor campus? When was the last time you were on the Baylor campus? A couple of years ago. Okay. Yes. You know, the doors are always open. You're always welcome anytime you'd like to be here. You met Coach Aranda prior to our luncheon, and uh, I think Dave is still here. Yes? No, he had to go. Coach Aranda was here. He had to go back to get ready for practice. Uh, have you met him before today? No, I don't think so. Okay. No. You know, you know what's funny? Thinking about or, or working with Dave and knowing you a little bit, uh, man, you guys could have some deep conversations, I bet. <laughs> you know? I would love for that opportunity to uh, to happen between you two. It'd be really interesting. Wow, It'd well, be fun. it's interesting. You 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 think so? No, I do, and that's a, it's a compliment to you and to him. Okay. So uh, I, I think that would be fun if y'all could spend some time together. What about uh, Coach Staff is here, and uh, yeah, I know he recruited you and got you out of Houston to come to Baylor. Um, what what was that experience like? Working with Coach Staff, you know, through recruiting and then playing under him here. Well, that, that's a whole um, that's a whole other subject. We don't have enough time to talk about uh, all of the things that Coach Staff meant to me, and um, it was just a natural um, relationship right away. The first time that he came to Houston uh, the first time that I had a chance to come to Baylor for a visit. And uh, sitting down and, and talking with him, I, I just felt like um, he was somebody that I needed to be around and somebody that I needed to be with. Um, and the whole time I was here, it was nothing more than uh, an opportunity for me to be around someone to be my mentor, someone to be a father figure, and uh, be a friend. Who recruited you initially off the staff? Um, there was a gentleman by the name of Ron Harms okay. that yeah. was here, and um, when I came to Baylor, he left and went to um, Texas A&I. A&I. Yes. And uh, what, I don't know this, what other schools recruited you, seriously recruited you hard out of Worthing High School? Baylor was the only Division I school that offered me a, a scholarship to play middle linebacker. Great forethought, Coach Staff. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's great. I had never heard of any other school that did recruit you, so uh, it, was, it was providential that you were coming to Baylor Absolutely. and be connected with Coach Taff here. That was fun. Uh, and growing up, I mean, football, it wasn't, it really wasn't part of your, you know, daily routine, was it, early on in life? No, it wasn't. Um, you know, my dad was in the uh, construction business, and uh, my dad was also a Pentecostal pastor. So by me being the last of 10 kids, um, none of my brothers had ever played sports because 
in the Pentecostal religion, you don't play sports. That, that's a bad thing. And of course, uh, my sisters, um, they could not wear makeup and you know lipstick and couldn't wear pants and all that stuff. And my sisters needed makeup. Um, just saying. So, um, so really, wow. So I'm um, very thankful I had a chance to play, and that, that was a whole other story. Yeah. Is there some pretty good story about your first uh, football tryout in junior high? Do you? <laughs> okay, you do remember that. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, well, first of all, my mom and dad divorced when I was 12 years old. And um, it was, I had the opportunity the first time uh, having the opportunity to really beg my mom to let me play football. And I had been playing football on the other streets. I played um, tackle on the grass and touch on the street. And so, um, but I, I always played away from home. When I watched football, I watched it. Um, my mom didn't know I was watching it, probably why I'm wearing glasses now. Um, and I begged my mom to let me play. And finally, after the season had already started, and I was a week late. And so um, finally, my mom said, look, son, this is the dumbest game I've ever seen. <laughs> but if, if you want to play, as long as you promise me that you will not get hurt, you can play. <laughs> that was the start. Yeah. So, in my high school, I went, I went to a, a, you know, a poor middle school, and um, so I got the last suit available. Uh, I put my pants on, and, and the pants came down to my ankles, and my shoulder pads were wobbling back and forth, and my helmet was going round and round. Oh, and I, this jock strap, I had no idea what to do with that. <laughs> So I'm, I'm running out to the field, and coach was looking at me and just spotted me and said, hey, wait, 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 son, what, 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 are, you, what are you doing? And I said, well, I want to play football. And he said, well, you're a little bit late, aren't you? And I said, well, yeah, I, I just, I'm sorry, but I, I, can I play? And he said, well, I tell you what, you can play if you can tackle Cookie. And I'm looking at the guys, and I'm, I'm thinking, okay, well, I, whoever Cookie is, I, I know I can handle him. And so Coach said, uh, Cookie, and Cookie was behind the pack, and Cookie said, yeah. <laughs> and so Cookie came out from behind the pack, and I'm looking like, wow. You know, Cookie had whiskers sticking out of his face mask, and I'm thinking, this is not a good situation. And so Cookie comes over, and, and uh, Coach comes to me, and he said, if you can tackle Cookie, you can play. And he walked over to Cookie and he said, Cookie, I want you to run over him. And Cookie said, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Coach blew the whistle and I would love to be able to tell you that it was destiny. I knew from the very beginning that when Coach blew that whistle, it was my first opportunity to hit somebody. I wish that I could tell you that I hit him, picked him up, slammed him on the ground and said, do you want some more? <laughs> but that didn't happen. 
Coach blew the whistle and Cookie drugged me all over the field. But I held on and I was screaming the whole time. Coach blew the whistle and ran over and grabbed me up off the ground. I'm looking at him out of my ear hole. And he says, uh, son, he said, I, I like it. You didn't let go. And he said, I want you to be my middle linebacker. You know what that is? I said, no, sir. He said, the middle linebacker is the guy that stands in the middle of the line and hits everything that moves. And I said, I like that. And that was the beginning. <laughs> That's great. That's a great story. <laughs> and the legend began, you and Cookie in junior high. Been through Worthing High School. Uh, your high school days, I mean, it just seemed like you got more and more adept at playing football and, and again, started to get noticed. Um, was it, you didn't have to sneak around from your mom, right? She knew you were playing. No, she knew I was playing. And, um, you know, it, football was just one of those things that I just continued to work at. And there were a lot of people telling me that I was too small that I needed to play cornerback, I needed to play running back or something like that. Um, and I had made a list of things that I, you know, I watched for and I always looked at the guys that were getting scholarships every year. And, you know, I was about 5'10", 5'10 and a half at the most and weighed about 190 pounds. And these guys that were getting scholarships were like 6'3", 6'4", 6'2", maybe at, at the least, and, you know, 225. And um, so I, I really, I just really kept praying and kept believing and really continued to just work on my skill, work on my craft. And one day, something really cool happened. Uh, it was my junior year in high school. And the guys are still telling me, you're too small. You know, even some of the coaches were saying, Mike, you may want to consider playing strong safety in college, and, and maybe that'll help. But I'm, I'm in my classroom in the, in the 11th grade, and uh, some of my teammates came and got me out of class. Mike, 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 you got to come see this guy. You got to come see this guy, man. He just got cut from the NFL, and, and he was a rookie, and, and he is 6'4 and 250, and he just got cut. He didn't make it. Now, Mike, you got to come see this guy. So I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, oh, man, that's not good. <laughs> so I walk down to the weight room, and he's picking up everything we've got in the weight room. And he looks at me, and his name is Durfee Thompson. And, um, you know, I look at him, and I'm thinking to myself, he is pretty big. Um, hmm. So I go out to practice. I'm practicing that day, and it was spring practice. I'm walking off the field, and Durfee Thompson turns and, and looks at me, and I'm thinking he's going to tell me what everybody else is telling me, that I'm too small. He says, uh, hey, um, Singletary. I said, uh, yes, sir. He said, uh, come here. I, I want to I talk to you. Here we go, here we go. So I walk over to him and he said, I, I want you to know if I had what you have, I would still be playing. And he said, you've got it. He said, there's something about you, that, that motor, that drive, that focus, you've got it. And he said, I'm telling you next year, you're going to get a scholarship from somewhere because I, I know what I'm talking about. Just don't stop. 
And he gave me a couple of pointers about middle linebacking and things that I should be doing uh, skill-wise, and I continue to work on that every day. And uh, surely enough, that next year, Ron Harms came. And uh, that was uh, the first and, and basically the only scholarship that I got to play linebacker. Man, what a great inspiration that was. And glad you ended up here at Baylor. You get to Baylor, you talk about the weight room at Worthing. When you get to Baylor, uh, some of these people in the room know this, but our weight facilities weren't exactly, well, they might not have been as good as, as Worthing High School, I'm not sure, but tell everybody what they were like when you got here to Baylor. Well, I, I'm, I'm not quite sure what you're expecting from, from this, but the truth. Well, let me, let me say this. the truth because it's so much better now. So we can talk about it, and that shows how much better it is. Now. Well, you got to understand where I came from. Okay. So when I got here, my mouth was open the whole time. I mean, to be honest with you, I really didn't quite know what a scholarship was. No one from my high school had ever gotten a scholarship at that point. And so I'm, I'm screaming, I, I want to get a scholarship. I'm praying for a scholarship, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> so when Coach Harms came to my high school and he sat me down and, and began to kind of talk to me and said, son, I think we want to offer you. Offer me what, you know? Right. And so when I came to Baylor and I sat down and talked to Coach Taft, you know, Coach Taft just said, um, son, he said, I want you to understand this. I don't know where else you're going to go, what other visits you have or whatever, but I've seen enough of you on film that I am going to hold a scholarship for you until you tell me you're not coming. And I said, I will do that. And he said, when you know, when you know what you're going to do, please call me and let me know. And I said, yes, sir, I, I will do that. And, and so that's, that's kind of the way that ended. But when I looked at Everything, everything when I came to Baylor, just to show you how naive I was. Because in my high school, we still got to paddle. We, we still got popped. If we didn't know where we were going on the field, you got, you got popped. <laughs> Coach came by, pop! What? I mean, you scared to get down. And so when I came here, I'm out there practicing. I'm looking around for the paddle. I'm saying, you guys get popped here? They're like, hey, man, where you come from? <laughs> we don't do that here. So, uh, but, but that's kind of where my high school was. As far as the facilities and all I wanted to know was, we got a chance to eat three meals a day. I'm like, oh, man, three meals a day? I mean, that was a scholarship enough for me. I mean, it was, it was, it was great. It really was. That's great. Was there, as you think back, 1977. Sorry. Yeah, we're gonna work on this mic. Thank you, Justin. If I can get it out of your pocket, sorry. As you, uh, as you came to Baylor, it was 1977. You come here from Houston. Was it an instant connection with Coach Taft, or what do you remember about the beginning there? I mean, obviously, it's grown into to a great relationship. From the very first time that I talked to Coach Taft, um, there was something right away. Um, I was talking to Corky Nelson when I first uh, had my first visit here. And Corky looked at me, and he said, uh, son, we got guys that look like you. You know, as a matter of fact, you, you're a little small. 
So I'm thinking, oh, I guess I'm not coming here. And, you know, Corky was saying, we, we, we already have linebackers. Uh, what do you have that's special? We, we need somebody that, that you know, you, you just look like what we have. And I looked at him, and I just, um, I said, well, you don't really know what I have. Uh, obviously, you haven't seen me play. And so I go in and talk to Coach Taft, and I'm thankful that Coach Taft had really looked at me on, on film because I made a lot of plays. I, I was always around the ball, and, and whatever I hit you with, I hit you with everything I had. And uh, I could tell that Coach Taft had watched film on me because he, he said, I, I watched 14 plays, and you were on 13 of them, and I turned the film off. So um, to me, that, that was... Um, that was the start of a, a great relationship. Yeah, that's cool. Interesting that you met with Corky Nelson and you, you stayed. So that's good. That's a, that's a plus right there. <laughs> you guys who know Corky know what I'm talking about. 662 tackles in your Baylor career. You folks do the math. 662 in four years. This wasn't the COVID five-year, six-year plan. Four years, 662 tackles. Three times, yeah. <laughs> Baylor's first three-time All-American, twice the Davey O'Brien Award winner. Now, the Davey O'Brien Award now goes predominantly to a quarterback. I'm sorry, I just looked out and saw Ben. We didn't do our invocation. We're going to do that as a uh, closing prayer, Ben. I apologize. But the Davey O'Brien Award is a, basically a quarterback award now, but when you were in school, it was to the top player, period, in the Southwest. You won that twice. Lombardi Award winner also, and uh, just just a great career and culminated with the Southwest Conference Championship, 1980. What a great team. What a great year that was in 1980. Well, I, I just think that uh, it's a credit to Coach Taft and his staff. Um, it's interesting. Baylor did not have um, a lot of superstars in the locker room. Uh, Baylor was always uh, drafting or recruiting quality character, guys that um, maybe um, if they are in a good program, they got a chance to really be good. Um, but right on, right on the edge of, of being a great player if they had the right facilities. And so uh, those were the kind of guys that Baylor got and that's why we were able to compete, and Coach Taff had a tremendous staff that uh, really coached us and, and um, really made us what we, what we were. Very cool. The 79 season, uh, um, late in fall camp, the Kyle Woods injury, uh, right out there at, at what was then Baylor Stadium. That really impacted you guys for life, didn't it? Yeah, that, was, uh, that took a little bit to... To, to kind of um, make it real. You know, you're playing a game and, you know, week in, week out, uh, you're out there playing and, and, you know, you could hear, well, you know, maybe um, you could get hurt. Uh, maybe you could blow out a knee, blow out a shoulder, um, get a stinger here and there. But to be paralyzed, that really made a, a lot of guys think about what they were doing. It, it made you look at football in a different way and realize that it really was life and death. 
And uh, every time you went out on the field, um, it could be your last. And so for me, it, it even, um, it drove down the, the point that God really is so important. Um, I, I could not imagine playing the game without knowing that God was with me every time I was on the field. Every play that I, I uh, had a chance to play, every breath I was taking, um, I, I felt that how in the world could you play this game and not know God? So, yeah, it, it made it very real. Yeah. What was your perspective uh, the day when Kyle came into the locker room? It was the next season, the 80 season, after the loss to San Jose State, playing Arkansas. And Kyle spoke to the team and, and stood up for what I think was the only time he ever did after the injury. What, what was your perspective there? That was a huge day. Um, it, was, uh, it was great uh, to see Kyle again. Um, very special moment uh, for us to, uh, to see him stand. You guys were not getting beat that day, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of perspective, let's go back to 78, last game of the year, Texas. Uh, you know where this is headed. Locker room prior to the game, you guys are beat up and, and playing Texas last game of the year. This is the infamous worm game. Did you think, did you think Coach Taff really did eat a worm before the game? I tell you what, if he didn't, and he didn't, he says he didn't, I could have swore he ate the worm. <laughs> but I guess the very thought of him eating the worm yeah. Um, I mean, we didn't look at the rest. We, we didn't pay attention to the details. We, we thought, he ate the worm. <laughs> it's lights out, man. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Who knows what can happen after that? That's great. Went out and beat Texas that day, 38 to 14. So that was a great day. <laughs> that was fun.